Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 248 recorded live on St. Patty's Day, March 17th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who had no clue that Duke was going to lose in the first round, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who had no clue that Mizzo, that's Missouri for those not in the know, was going to lose in the first round, Andy Lowe. Hi. I, I don't think we were the only ones. No. Um, yeah. That two rather significant upsets. Yes. Oh, damn it. What? Syracuse won. Yeah, I saw I didn't know why you picked that one right away. So, for those who don't know... Syracuse has never failed to disappoint when I expect them to lose. <laughs> I expect Duke to lose. I just expected them to lose in, like, the next round. Not this round. I think round. same, actually. So, for those who don't know, we're discussing March Madness. Cause it, of course. It, it is literally going on as we speak right now. I do believe it is Ohio State versus the Zags, tied 16 okay. all right now. But, um, number 15 seeds normally do not beat number two seeds like Duke and Missouri. Usually. Usually. The last time, it, it's happened... I don't think it's ever happened that two of them have lost. No, it's only happened in the history since 1985, I think, when they went to the current format. Yep. It's happened five times before this. Last time was in 2001. And now this I year, did, yeah, twice in a row. It happens twice. Yeah. In the first, yeah, just ridiculous. Uh, I did, although, correctly predict Xavier beating Notre Dame. I did that as well. Which was a like last second win. I did not predict the 12 over 5 upset of VCU versus Wichita. The 11 over 6 of Colorado UNLV. Yep. I picked NC State, though. I did pick that one. The one that really surprised me, though, was Michigan. Oh, Michigan. Yeah, Michigan to Ohio. Not even Ohio State, just Ohio. That one threw me off. Uh, Duke threw me off. I think I still outrank you, though. Yes, you are uh, beating me at the moment. You're like, but only for the moment. <laughs> well, let's see. David Play. Got to drop. You drop down a bit. Andy, you are tied for 103rd. You are 61st. Points I am possible. Tied for 61st. 145. Points possible for me. 129. 129. <sighs> oh, this one might hurt a bit. Yep. <laughs> but, so everybody, you know how they have challenges for the perfect bracket, and we've always talked about how the nine quintillionth one... Yeah, some two to the 63rd power, something like that. Let's put it this way. People were not even two able... Two to the 64th. People were not even able to predict the first rounds. So that's 32 games. Of the 88,000 brackets submitted in the first round of games... There were no perfect brackets. Nope. But again, that's because two number 15 seeds beat the number two seeds. Yeah. I do have to say, No though, one would have predicted that. There are a couple of people, literally, I think, two or three, according to ESPN, that were able to predict 30 out of 32. One of them included actually picking 15 over Duke, or Lay, or wow. Lie, or whatever the name is. Yeah. But still, like, it was, oh, perfect bracket, $5 million. That's nine. First round, just being able to predict the first round 
is one out of 4.2 billion, almost 4.3 billion if we round up. <laughs> well, because there are as many games in the first round as there are in all of the rest of the tournament. Yes. By the way, I let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I am uh, on the possible points list. I am the eighth highest. Nice. So I, I actually have a shot. Yeah, you do have a shot. Not a very good one, but I have a shot. <laughs> what is this upset risk percentage? I didn't really understand that. The, well, if you picked the top seeds every single time, is that zero would be zero. Yeah. Okay. So it's how many times have you predicted so the lower seed to win? It's meaningless. It's meaningless. Pretty much. This is what I've learned. Are you ready for this? And yes. then we'll stop talking about basketball for now. Okay. Every college team has two teams. Okay. They have a good team and a not good team. Yes. And it all depends on which team they bring to the game. Yes. Duke did not bring their good team. No. Mizzou did not bring their good team. No. Michigan did not bring their good team. No, but Ohio brought their good team. Ohio brought their, oh my God, amazing team. They brought their team that ran through the MAC championships without even yeah. blinking an eye. That's the team that they brought. Right. So, you know, it all dep- that's why these brackets are so stupid. The whole point of me filling out this bracket and even paying the $10, I don't care if I win. I did it to beat you. <laughs> and it looks like I will be perfectly to. honest. I did it because I know, you know, we've talked about this for years about how you sit there and calculate, work out, and design and redesign. And I just went through, I did my bracket in about two minutes. Oh, goodness. It took me from Tuesday until Wednesday night. No, even Sunday until Wednesday night. Yep. I did my bracket in under two minutes. I looked at each pair. I said that team. I looked at each pair. I said that team. And who's doing better? Dave. Thank you. <sighs> like it's like I said before, if you have a pair of dice and I asked you to predict what dice roll I'm going to roll, you're going to say seven, right? Because that yeah. gives you the best odds. Yeah. But who the hell knows if I'm actually going to roll a seven? I could roll snake eyes. I could roll twelves. I could right. roll box cars. That's tens or fives. Well, no, but any box cars are two sixes. I thought box cars were two fives. No, because when the dots are lined up, they look like box cars. Box car is twelve. Oh. Side note: I love how there's listing all of the nicknames for stuff for craps. Okay. Anyway. Yes. So, things that are not basketball. Cyanogen Mod 9? Is it out? Nope. <laughs> they said look for it in January. We're halfway through March. Um, but they did release a flowchart to help you decide if your device will be getting Cyanogen Mod 9. So, so Andy, will our device... does your phone have 512 megabytes of RAM? Uh, I don't know, Dave. Does your phone have 512 megabytes of RAM? I think so <laughs> HTC G2 RAM yes it has 512 megabytes of RAM okay <laughs> good because if the, if you answer no it's no cyanogen mod 9 for you does it currently have an official CM7 release yes is the manufacturer releasing ice cream sandwich I don't know they, they are okay yes 
then we have a 75% certainty that our device will have Cyanogen Mod 9. Yay? <laughs> yeah. Evidently, it was much harder to port 9 over, or to port ICS over than it was to port Gingerbread. Hmm. Well, if you think about it, our phones came... Did, did our phones even come with Gingerbread? Were they even nope. upgraded Pro-Yo. to Gingerbread? They were eventually upgraded to Gingerbread. So we're playing with... But they were released to you. We're playing with older and older hardware now. Mm-hmm. So. Our phones are almost two years old. I know Kate was thinking about a new phone. Cause so was I, but there's no good QWERTY phone out there. I know, that was the thing, though. But like I said, I've been using the QWERTY keyboard less and less and less now that I've got swipe in a category yeah. to be able to work with it. Like, uh, I think the only time I use the QWERTY keyboard is when I'm registering for some website on my phone. Other Just because the at dot com are yep. there. And it's quicker to swap between letters and numbers for at least for me on there. But yeah, I'm using the QWERTY keyboard less and less and less. So, who knows? So today is St. Patty's Day. It is. Well, a couple of days ago was St. Patty's Day for those of you listening True. on release day. But it's St. Patty's Day. Yay! Green beer. Which I can't drink. Neither can you. Well, you could if it's... I could, but I wouldn't want to. Yeah. You know what else is today? What? A Red Wings versus Sharks game. Nice. In San Jose. You going? Where is Dave? San Jose. Dave is in San Jose. Nice. So yes, I and my cousins are going out to watch the Red Wings and the Sharks. So if you don't hear from me uh, by you know tomorrow afternoon, send a search party. Let's see, Detroit, 71, uh, 44 and 24, San Jose, 35 and 25. Ooh, should be a decent nah, game. Nah, but Detroit's injured. Shows how much I pay attention to other sports when it's March Madness. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, anyway. We, Not, yeah, we, no more basketball. Why do we fall into this sports thing? I don't know. Because when you see us, you would not think. We are not sports fanatics. No. But it's but college football we can talk about. College basketball we can sort of talk about. Hockey, yes. Pro football, not so much, no. Well, no, not you can usually. talk about the Packers. Yeah, but not usually. No. It just seems so odd, but it somehow happens. I don't understand it. I also don't understand why we're already at Firefox 11. My God, they need to. This is ridiculous. You know what they should do? What? Stop numbering them. <laughs> they they should pick up what uh, Apple did for the new iPad and just stop numbering them. Oh, by the way, five bucks says that the next iPhone, no number. After you just said that, now I'm not going to take that bet. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know it'll be true, right? Most likely, yeah. Related stories. How to get rid of Facebook timeline. Thank you. Oh, did you get the timeline? Everybody's got timeline now. Everyone. What? Those fuckers. Does Dave have timeline? Let me I see. I did not want. I don't know. I didn't want timeline. I know. I've got timeline now, which is so annoying. Even some of the pro websites have timeline, and that's really annoying. Let's see, Dave. Dave does not have timeline. What the hell? Kate doesn't either. Why do I have it then? I don't want it. Don't know. I didn't switch it over. 
But Firefox 11 is out. Yes. What's what's new in this one? I, you're asking me. <laughs> I've been using Chrome for the last five versions of Firefox. Well, let's see. Uh, duh, duh, duh. Synchronize your extensions across de- desktops and operating systems. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> and aside from a few new developer tools, add-on sync is the only major new feature available in the new version. So, that's about Firefox 11. <laughs> Uh, well, let's see. Okay, so Firefox 11, new version, which means 12 is probably in beta. True. If they're keeping up their typical cycle, and 13 is in alpha. You know, this brings up an excellent question that I never thought of. What's that? What browser do I have on my phone? The Android browser. Is that actually what it is? It's just... Yeah, it, it it's using the uh, WebKit, I think. I know you can download uh, Firefox for it. I know, because I used to download uh, Opera for my BlackBerry, because the BlackBerry browser at the time sucked. But it's one of those things I just never thought about. It's like, oh, I have a web browser on my phone, but who does it? Mm. Speaking of web browsers, Command & Conquer has an MMO. Do you remember that? Yeah, the the new General's MMO. The Tiberium Alliances. Oh, that, no, I have not heard of. I haven't heard of it either. But, I but guess it's in open beta. It's in open beta. Where did it come from? <laughs> Who's running it? <laughs> and why have I not heard of this before? I, 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 I don't know. It's one of those things that's like, hey, the Command & Conquer MMO is in open beta, and, I'm, and it's free to play. And I'm like, there was a CNC MMO? <laughs> ah, ah. Wait, wait, not really MMO. Browser-based. This is like a Facebook game, but Command & Conquer. So it's going to be like Civ World, and I'm not going to like it? Probably. My email address is already associated with another account? What? What? Perhaps you didn't know about it, Andy. Oh, it's an EA account. Sorry we're not able to find a user with that username and password. All right, let me try that password. You already have an EA account. Please enter your password. Oh, look. Recommended server. Well, I'll have to check that beta out later today. <laughs> yeah, let me not um, have that going while we're trying to record. Well, so, okay, then. We'll, uh, we'll uh, let you know about that. Let's see. Other releases. Mass Effect 3 releasing better endings. Not yet. Supposedly. No, but, but they, the comments are that Mass Effect 3's multiple endings. There are, I think, like eight different possible endings. I thought there were just three. Yeah, Mass but Effect. each of those three has like two or three sub-endings, depending on some of the quests you did. Sorry, missions, whatever the hell they call them. Uh, but <laughs> evidently none of them were good enough for people. They were very upset. <laughs> yeah, you go on uh, Reddit or Digger or everything else like that, and people are like, ah. Mass Effect 3 ending. Why Mass Effect 3 ending sucked? It's an epidemic. It's been a terrible Mass Effect 3 ending. Well, okay, whatever. So they are considering releasing more endings as downloadable content. Yeah, because the producer promises that uh, they're listening and that they're going to have some DLC that offers outcomes more palatable than the ones in the original games. I want to... See, this is the problem with Mass Effect 3 is the fact that I haven't finished Mass Effect or Mass Effect 2, and I want to. Yeah. 
So I don't want to, like, spoil the ending, but granted, now I sort of know what's going on because of all the ads that they had playing. I mean, I know that there's something about someone attacking Earth. Yeah, that's all I know. That's the extent of my knowledge about Mass Effect 3. So I want to. I own Mass Effect 2. Someone gave it to me on Steam. I I really should play Mass Effect so I can play Mass Effect 2 so I can play Mass Effect 3. Well, you see, the problem, though, if you have it on Steam, is you're going to have to play Mass Effect on Steam. On Steam, which is a $20 game. Yes. Well, you don't have to. It's just if you want to import your previous character. Let's see how much Mass Effect 2 is for Xbox 360. Used? Yeah. No, not GameSpot. GameStop. It's pointless for me to have that gift then. Someone gave me a gift and I installed it, and that would be sad. (laughs) I can't re-gift it. Oh, because you've already installed it? Or is it connected to you? No. It's connected. It's not inventory. It's in my actual library. Oh. Well, then never mind. I'll just look for Mass Effect used. Mass Effect 2 used by new... By pre-owned for 17, 18 bucks. Oh yeah, that's a savings. Which is three bucks short of the actual price of Mass Effect on the PC. Yeah. <laughs> There's a poll on the BioWare social network with more than 43,000 votes with an overwhelming majority who seek a quote-unquote brighter ending. Hmm. But yeah, that's what... The ending really... You it don't has necessarily to be good. play a video game for a happy ending. And no, if but, that's what you're expecting, then there's something wrong. But still, the ending has to be satisfying, especially yes, video game-wise. I mean, you know, sorry, Mario, your princess is in another castle. That wasn't the ending, but when you finally do get to the end, it's, hey, we have another adventure for you. Press start to begin. What's is the, that satisfying? There's another adventure in Super Mario? If you reach the princess, she says, hey, we have another adventure for you. Okay. I believe it's just the same levels all over again. Oh, well, that sucks. Right, but my point... (laughs) Video game endings, historically, have been pretty crappy. It's it's the rare game that has a really good ending. I mean, you look at Portal or Portal 2. Those were fantastic endings. Oh, Portal 2, not as much. And, well, maybe Portal wasn't all that satisfying, because you're like, well, what the fuck is going to happen? Let's see, Half-Life... Nope, that wasn't a good ending. That's not satisfying. The G-Man coming and taking you and saying, ah, ha, ha, thank you for doing everything I wanted you to do. Uh, Bioshock's ending... What is it? Oh, that depends on your choices in the game, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that wasn't very satisfying. Andy, I'm having trouble here. (laughs) Trying to think of a video game that had a satisfying ending? The ending for GTA 5 was... No, not 5. GTA 4 wasn't Four. satisfying. GTA... Um, Mega Man? I mean, some of the games were satisfying in the sense that you got to the end. Congratulations, you've put yourself through this grueling experience of dying many, many times and testing your skills and improving yourself. So there's a sense of satisfaction of getting to the end. But whether or not the ending itself is satisfying, Mega Man, not really. The original Call of Duty, I found that quite satisfying, because you were literally the Russian soldiers storming up to the top of the Capitol building in Berlin, and there was this swell of orchestra music coming up there, and so you're... That seems somewhat satisfying. 
Let's see, Final Fantasy VII, you kill Sephiroth, you save the world. Warcraft II. Okay. Warcraft II uh, had the, the ending where you go through the dark, in the human campaign, uh, I think it was the expansion, Tides of Darkness, you go through the dark portal, you fight on the orcs world, and then you blow up the portal. And some of the Command and Conquer games, those had, like, you saw the ending and you were like, ah, ha, 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 I am all-powerful. That was cool. Then what the hell happened in StarCraft? Which part? (laughs) (laughs) I think each of the endings in StarCraft. Those were pretty decent. But still, I don't... Blow up the Overmind? But you still didn't eradicate the Zerg. They still can't, especially with StarCraft II. That would be like saying, go and eradicate all the insects on Earth. Yeah, that wouldn't work. Right, you're just not going to be able to do it. No. Especially since Kerrigan was still around. Right, although... Spoilers. Um, Sorry. If somebody has not played StarCraft yet... Yeah, too bad. (laughs) I mean, in the previews for Heart of the Swarm, you see Kerrigan as human again. So. Um, like, Zelda, maybe? Not the first one. I haven't even got... I tried playing the original Zelda. It's hard. Yeah. It's a hard, hard game. But Link to the Past had an ending. It had an ending. Mm -hmm. Harvest Moon for the Super Nintendo. They had tons of endings. But that's the point. Is like everything you did influenced the ending you got. True. But yeah, the... See, all of the Halo endings weren't that good. Especially the last one. It wasn't bad. Reach was stupid, but that's because the ending was the beginning. I don't know. It's just sometimes you play something, especially for many hours, you want to leave a good taste in your mouth. Like the taste of this wonderful vanilla Coke. Oh, I've got cherry Coke. I've also got some uh, Virgil's cream soda out there that was on sale. $4 for a four-pack. Oh, you bastard. I know. Oh, man. $4 for a four-pack. Nice. Yeah. So what other games had good endings? Let's see. So we've come up with our list. Uh, one up, let's see. Best video game endings. Spoiler alert. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> let's see, Kotaku. Silent Hill 2 didn't play. Street Rage didn't play. 3. Dragon Quest. See, Resident Evil 4, Fallout 3. Now, that was actually an interesting ending. Shadow of the Colossus. I really want to play that game. I, the, yeah, it's uh, supposed to be really good. want to play Ico, and I want to play Shadow of the Colossus. But both of those mean and that I'll have... Ugh. Katamari Damacy. That ending was I, good. I, I do, yeah, when you're at that point rolling up entire tents, that's pretty cool. I'm yeah. sorry. Fallout. All right, they have Ornica of Time. Or, or Ocarina. Ocarina. Whatever. Ocarina. Ocarnia. I'm going to punch you. <laughs> you can't. You're out in California. I will come back to Michigan. and In fact, I won't need to come back because I know that at April 8th, I believe, I'm seeing you. Wouldn't it be April 7th? Perhaps. Somewhere around there. Because April 7th is the Saturday. Yep. 
than the seventh. And I will punch you. <laughs> and I'll be like, why the hell did you punch me? A cornea. Okay, so I'm looking at this list that's on Kotaku. That the Guinness Book I'm of World at a list on one up, but go ahead. Not only Assassin's Creed is on there. The endings for Assassin's Creed were horrible. Not endings. No. They're hardly satisfying endings. They're barely endings. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 4 is on there as a decent ending. No. Oh, oh, Super Metroid. That actually was pretty decent. That's You beat the final boss, she triggers the self-destruct of the entire base, and you have to GTFO. <laughs> That's a good one, because you think, yes, I'm done. Oh, crap. Run. Run as fast right. as you can. Uh, Chrono Trigger had multiple endings. Those were pretty cool. Final Fantasy VI's ending was kind of touching and moving because it was everyone's stories after the game. Yes? No? I don't know. Yeah, that one was actually pretty moving. I'll go with that. Should we open this one up to the public? Yes. Listeners, feel free to email us. Also email us with the contest in March. Anytime. March. What don't you like about the show? Or yes. rather, what can we improve about the show? Well, also, if you, if you tell us what you don't like, we will look to how can we improve. Yes. But you if have you some... don't know how we can improve, but you just know there's something that you friggin' hate, like having Andy on the show, <laughs> we could really look at that. I have no idea what we would do, but we can look at that. <laughs> if I wasn't on the show, oh my god. There'd be no show. <laughs> It would implode faster than the end of Super Metroid. Yes. Yeah. There, there'd be no show. Yeah. I mean, it's as simple as that. There'd be no show. I was actually looking, because Dave was out in California, wasn't able to record. I was actually thinking about talking to um, Johnny or Tony or somebody, get them on to record an episode so I can catch back up, because Dave is technically one ahead of me. Oh, from the uh, PAX recordings? Yes. Ah, ha, 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 ha. So speaking of odd endings, remember how Jeff Gerstmann ended at GameSpot with that whole fiasco with Kane and Lynch? Kane and Lynch, yeah. And, and then, then he went w- off to found uh, Giant Bomb. Yes. Well, now guess who bought Giant Bomb? GameSpot? Yes. Really? <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm taking my editorial freedom and going somewhere else. Including most of GameSpot's editorial staff, who either left with him or left in because protest. Because of the... Yeah. So he goes out, makes a, a wholly successful new company. Yes. And GameSpot says, okay, we'll buy you. Yes. And that, he lets them? Yes. Because most... It's an interesting thing, because Gersman couldn't talk about how he got fired, basically, until now. And so there's actually a video out there, which I should link to that one as well as soon as I can find it, about him and the VP of Games Programming for CBS Interactive, which owns GameSpot, talking about what had happened and why this is going on at the same time. Like, what had happened, why everything happened the way it is, and now why he's coming back. Uh, Cliff Notes edition, it's because of that whole thing with Vox that happened. You know how Vox was just pulling everybody that they could get their hands on? Everybody good? Okay. So now GameSpot's like, oh crap. Well, technically CBS went, oh crap. The the new thing that uh, the guys from Kotaku were working on, etc., etc. What's really funny, though, is the fact that 
some of the people from Giant Bomb are getting the same phone numbers that they had when they were working at GameSpot back in 2007. Okay. One, one person even had some 50 voicemails still in the system left over from when he used to work there. <laughs> so it's your we first knew day. you'd be back. <laughs> it's your first day back. You get basically, I'm guessing, your same old office. You get your same phone and you plug it in and it says, oh, you have voicemails. What? <laughs> Not only do you we have voicemails, back. you have 50 voicemails. Take you two hours to go through your voicemail. Dude, how come you're not calling me back? <laughs> so, yeah, Giant Bomb is now going to be, well, not really part of GameSpot, but it's still, they're both owned by CBS Interactive, so now they're under the same giant umbrella. They're going to be in the yeah. same office building, but still they're going to be slightly separate from what I can gather from all this. So when they start doing, you know, advertisement and they can't give this game a bad rating, is Gersman going to leave again? Are we, like, in this never-ending repeating cycle? I don't know. That was, From what I can gather, the whole thing with Kane and Lynch happens all the time. And somebody gets the bad review, the people say, oh, we're going to pull our money out. Well, what normally happens is nothing. They'd be like, okay, okay, just think about it. And then a few days later, everything blows over, no problem. Yeah. Well, I guess there was a new management team, and so they heard this, and they freaked the hell out. And because they wow. freaked out, then Gersman left, and then Penny Arcade picked it up, and then it just exploded. Yep. So it was literally something that happens all the time, I guess. But this time, it got blown out of proportion. But now everything, I guess, is back to 2007. Nothing has changed. <laughs> um, I think by the way, that Command & Conquer... Multiplayer browser based. Yes. Um, Kotaku is saying is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> like looking upon what has become of this once mighty franchise and despair. I could see that. So yeah. Side note: Oh, it's too late for everybody else. But today is um, St. Patrick's Day, and so you're supposed to talk to Calendar Man in Batman: Arkham City. Oh, that's right. I should make sure Brendan remembers to do that. <laughs> Can't you cheat on that though? Yes. And just disconnect set from your Yeah, disconnect from live and set the date. Yes. But then if you want it to count like online, if you want to get like so it looks legit, do that, save your game, put your clock back to normal and then the last one you have left, hopefully it will be the next holiday. Go talk to him while you're connected to Xbox Live. You'll get the achievement and it will look like it's legit, even though yep. you've cheated to do it. And there's actually been a debate going on. And would Batman cheat to get the achievement in Batman? What's the, the discussion? Would Batman play fair? Batman never plays fair. No, that's what I was thinking. He's a friggin' ninja. That's in the, the point. In the video game, he cheats to get stuff from Riddler. In the cartoon, I remember he cheats with the hand of time or hand of fate. Right. Again with Riddler. Yeah. In that one maze, the really cool maze. So cool. The trivia maze of death. I want one of those. Not the whole, like, death part, but an actual physical trivia maze. Yeah, it's like the the real-life dungeon delves that they have at um, Gen Con. Yes. I was going to say GDC, but that's not right. So what else do we got going on here? Oh, I don't know. Oh, so Phil Harrison. Yes. Name ring a bell? No. 
Sony's head of oh, gaming? Yes. Do you know where he's working now? Well, according to our links for the next episode list, he's working at Microsoft. Yes. Phil Harrison, one of the head people at Sony, video game-wise. His switch sides. <laughs> is batting for the other team, as they say. And is now working at Microsoft Game Studios Europe as his chief game designer. Cool. Perhaps he will be working on the Xbox 365. Which is not coming out this year. No. Microsoft has said, no, nothing at E3 this year about that at all. No, stop. <laughs> stop bringing it up. No. 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 Bad. <laughs> this year. No cookie for you. <laughs> I love how they literally said 2011, or sorry, 2012 is all about the 360. Stop it. <laughs> Bad. They didn't add the stop it, but... It Sit was, down. <laughs> it was the context of it said, this is going to be about 360, so shut up about anything else, okay? <laughs> it's like, we're not ready to announce it yet. Shut up and sit down. I love how some of the analysts said, oh, yeah, they're going to announce it next year and launch in the fall. Really? You're going to announce the new hardware in the middle of the year and have it released by holiday time? Oh, please. Only if you're Apple. <laughs> Only if you're Apple. No one else has such a tight control over their supply chain. Everything would leak out. Oh, God. I love their PR department for Microsoft. For us, 2012 is all about the Xbox 360, and it's the best year ever for the Xbox 360. Aw. Not only did it... It didn't just outsell all their consoles. It also outsold all of their TV-connected devices like DVD players. Of course it did. It is a DVD player. <laughs> Xbox 365 Blu-ray player? Hmm. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe that's why Phil showed up. <laughs> He's like, yeah, 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 I, I know how this works. I got it. <laughs> I'll show you uh, how to set up everything with the Blu-ray, no problem. I got this. Here, let me install it. We'll, we'll get someone from Apple and it'll be like, oh yeah, usability, I can do that. <laughs> I, I'll be honest, I hate the new 360 dashboard. Yes. It's so much less convenient than the last one with the blades. Even just to sign on to Xbox Live, it takes me about three moves over there. Yep. And then, to, you know, to scroll all the way to the end, I have to still scroll through all the menus on each screen to get over there. Oh, I honestly just push the Xbox button on the controller because it's easier to work through those menus than it is for the actual menus. Yep. Yep. By the way, did we mention Diablo 3 yet? No. Okay. Diablo 3 is coming out. In two months. Two months. Who's already got a copy waiting for him? This guy. By this guy, Dave means Dave. Yes. So I will be playing Diablo 3 sometime in May. I probably should play Diablo and Diablo 2 at some eh, point, I? whatever. <laughs> Have you played Torchlight? Nope. Go play Torchlight. What's Torchlight? It's a Diablo-ish clone thing. But better. Oh, I guess Torchlight 2 is coming out, too. Yes. Yes, it is. Torchlight, it's on Steam. Go play it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm trying to get through Bioshock 2 so I can start sending the discs back in. Ah. I got Bayonetta, Alan Wake, and Bioshock 2. Okay. But Bioshock 2 is taking me forever because there's an achievement to beat the game without turning on the Vita chambers. Oh, God. Yeah, good luck with that. 
Yeah, I'm doing it on normal mode. Yeah. So beat the game without dying is what it amounts to. <laughs> yes. So it takes you can me a save, little while. You can die. You can just load your save. Yes. But yeah, no. Good luck. Have fun. Uh, that's not for me. I think I'm about. Well, actually, let me tell you. I've got a. There's actually a website that keeps track of all because there's a hundred audio diaries and a whole bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So let's see. Hundred audio diaries. Seven plus eight. It's fifteen. Nineteen plus twenty-one. Fifty-five. I'm fifty-five. I'm about halfway through the game. It seems. And I still have no clue what's going on. So, good times. Okay. So, remember all the stuff going on with Foxcom and Apple and all that stuff? Yeah. Well, it all basically started when This This American Life did an episode about that, where Mike Daisy went to China, went to the Apple factory, Mm -hmm. and then did about a 39-minute episode about the conditions, where he talked about uh, meeting workers whose hands were shaking after they were poisoned with the neurotoxin hexane and meeting several children right at the gates of the factory who were as young as 12 and all the horribleness. Well, um, it's not actually all true. Oops. Yeah. So This American, this American Life has actually pulled the episode Oops. And their uh, next episode is actually going to be um, how and why they were duped. Wow. So what what Daisy said about this, this is his own quote. Um, Daisy stands by his original storyline. It uses a combination of fact, memoir, and dramatic license to tell its story, and I believe it does so with integrity. Dramatic license? Yes, he uses dramatic license and integrity. Not same, so much? No. Pick one? <laughs> I'm not going to say that I didn't take a few shortcuts in my passion to be heard. My mistake, the mistake I truly regret, is that I had it on your show as journalism, and it's not journalism, it's theater. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, that guy's going to get creamed. <laughs> I mean, oops. <laughs> Yeah, how they found out about this, though, because he wasn't going to say anything about this. A Chinese correspondent for the radio show Marketplace, which is another NPR-ish show. They're actually run by American Public Media, but Mm -hmm. basically an NPR-type show. Hunted down his translator and asked her what was going on. He's like, I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. The translator told him that she never saw the underage or poison workers and that she also never saw armed factory guards, which I guess he also brought up. Oh my god. <sighs> so stupid, I, stupid, stupid. This is what happens when you try and, you know, journalists going to Wikipedia to look up information yep. that then Wikipedia uses to verify the Wikipedia. It's, it's ridiculous. <sighs> stupid. So stupid. stupid. Very stupid. Yes. Oh, but speaking of Apple, iPad, the new iPad, sorry. The I iPad, put it in, yeah. I put it in as the iPad 3. Oh, well, that's wrong. I know. Sorry, my bad. But still. So, the new iPad's got the LTE cellular radio, this, that, in it, right? Yeah. So, um, FaceTime does not work over the LTE. 
And hold on, Firefox 11 is actually crashing at this moment, so I can't get to the article. <laughs> but, okay. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, non-responding, wait for it, and uh, screw it. Shutting down Firefox. Um, so what somebody did is the fact that he got two iPads. iPads. One of them he used as a Wi-Fi hotspot. So he took the LTE and then was broadcasting out a Wi-Fi signal from one iPad. Yeah, which is against your terms of service. Yes. And he used the second iPad to connect to it. Yes, and use FaceTime. And it ran perfectly fine. No problems whatsoever. And it works. But the question then becomes... Why can't it do it through the LTE in the first place? Yes. (laughs) And I think the answer is one of two things. Verizon... And slash or AT&T. Yeah, I, I, I think that's not even a question, Andy. <laughs> no. Oh, crap, our network can't handle this. Well, let's just disable it on the hardware, and then we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> that said, I, can't, I mean, the other companies are not blameless in, this, in themselves. I've done similar things with my phone. Yeah. Where the, the phone cannot do something. Well, what did I do? Uh, it was the inability to download something over the 3G connection. Yeah, like uh, this was, uh, this Plants vs. Zombies. Phone. Right. You know, it's a Wi-Fi only download. Yep. So I took my phone and just rebroadcast a Wi-Fi network <laughs> and then went and downloaded. And no, there was no problem. Like, don't tell me that it can't handle that because it clearly can handle that. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, well, it's good for this guy and having the ingenuity to do that. Uh, also, what the fuck, two iPads? <laughs> yeah, when I read, I was like, what? Uh, no, well, I can just take one iPad and broadcast a wireless signal to the other. Who the hell has two iPads to do that with? You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I would say if you have gone and bought two iPads... You need to donate some more money to charity. Yeah, you or feed your kids. Do something else. Go have kids. <laughs> okay. Uh, what else we got? We have EverQuest. Yes, the original EverQuest. 13 years old. It is now going free-to-play. Good for them. I don't know who the hell is still kind playing EverQuest. Kind of took this long. <laughs> so in six more years, WoW will be free-to-play. <laughs> Actually, yeah, EverQuest, EverQuest 2 went free-to-play. I, I give it less than six years. Before for a while goes, yeah, I could see that. I, I could see the next expansion that comes out. Not the one that's already been announced, but I mean the next one. Uh, I see it when they release their new MMO, whatever Project Titan is. Mm. I see that going live and then WoW going free-to-play. But anyways, EverQuest is now free-to-play. I love how they added new quests and things like missions that involve iconic villages and past events. I could still see that with WoW running through uh, Molten Core again. Or opening the gate at Ankaraj. That's the desert one, right? Yeah, that's the one that like it took the entire server to do stuff. Well, that oh, um, The one with the dead guys. The Nax the invasion the... or something oh, like that. Oh, Nax Ramus. Yeah. Those were fun. Everybody got into those. I still remember... <laughs> Some of the unfun parts of the uh, plague that got loose. That was a server-wide event. It wasn't supposed to be, but it was. (laughs) 
Oh, when the, the disease that people put on their pets and then brought their pets back to the cities? Yes, and then dropped them in the middle of the Iron Forge. Yeah, which, by the way, is no longer the uh, major spot. Oh? No one hangs out in Iron Forge anymore. Well, good, because it wasn't called Leg Forge for fun. No, they're all in Stormwind now. I'm not sure if that's any better. It's not. Yeah, because Stormwind's layout was not all that great. Nope, but Stormwind now has two auction houses, two banks, the port, an island that contains portals to the various different new content, Ah, the mage tower that has the portal to the dark portal to go out to uh, Burning Crusade. One of these days, I just want to go in there and just look around. That's it. Just two hours. Just give me two hours, that's it, and then I'm done. Just be like back in my day. I remember when. Uh, Andy, I can do that. I'll just check we, your we, laptop we, on uh, during no, Passover. We, Andy, <laughs> the scroll of resurrection comes with like seven hours of game time. But then I would have to install all of World of Warcraft again. It's actually, they've really streamlined the install process. And they did it kind of like how Guild Wars does it, where it's what you need when you need it. God. Still would take probably forever to get all of all of it. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't need all of it. Alternatively, know. you can look at it during Passover and see my 85 warrior and run around and be like, ah, ha, ha, ha. We can arrange that. All right. So, speaking of PC gaming, Notch did an interview yes. about... Minecraft. Well, Minecraft and Psychonauts 2 and the new game called Scrolls, not by Bethesda. Right, right. There, there was that whole lawsuit thing going yeah. on. So what it basically boils down to is Notch likes Valve. Yeah. But doesn't like Steam because he thinks it's a bit dangerous to only have one digital distribution platform like Steam. I, I don't care. Uh, I mean, he's right. I mean, okay, so one person controlling the content is not, or one company is not all that cool. Look at what's going on with Apple and how they can control what is coming out through iTunes. True. Right? They have the final say for any Apple product. You want an app on the iPad? Go through iTunes. Because mm. Steam does everything really well. I, If I had a choice between only Origin or only Impulse or only Steam, I, okay, what is the difference between PC gaming and Steam and the Xbox? What is the difference between PC gaming on Steam and the Xbox? Yes. Everything on the Xbox has to run through Microsoft. Everything, on, Everything the PS- on the Xbox is also released on the PlayStation? No, not all of them. Almost. Gears of War. Almost. I, I do stand corrected. Almost everything. You want to play Gears of War? You do it through the 360. Well, no, it's also released on the PC. Okay, so but I'm just through thinking, Steam. it's like, there's some games that you are only able to play on one platform. So there's a monopolistic effect right there. So how is that different than Steam on the PC? Did I just score a point? You may have. I'm, I'm thinking real quick. Hang on. All right. So you're, you're comparing the idea of Steam and the... Well, because 
If you want to play these games on the computer, you have to go through Steam. I mean, that's pretty much how it is. It's the... It is well. It's not the only, but it is the primary digital distribution system out there. Yes. At the same time, if you want to play a game on your Xbox, well, but that's okay. But to play it on the Xbox, you do have to go through Microsoft. That's part of the requirement of buying an Xbox. When I buy a computer, I do not make an agreement with Steam. What if you did? What? <laughs> what if it, Steam was one of the things that was already on your computer when you bought it? No, but that's just because it's pre-installed does not mean you've accepted the terms of service. True. And I'm not even talking about the terms of service. I'm talking about an unwritten agreement, an understanding, if you will. I still don't see why everybody... Oh, only one. Granted, if Steam goes under and I'm not allowed to play anything ever again on the PC, then that's what I... You will be ticked. I would be ticked. So quite upset, but okay. I just see Steam. I see PC as the hardware, Steam as the software. PS3. No, as no, no, no. The game is the software. You see Steam as the operating system. Yes, I see Steam as the operating system. Xbox 360, Xbox 360 operating system, which is not that good. No, <laughs> no it is not. Xbox Live. Okay. PlayStation 3, PlayStation Network, oh my god, what is going on with that? Right. But uh, I just see them all as the... Eh. It's, <laughs> the downside, though, is especially with this digital distribution stuff there, is the fact that they can cut things off when they want to. The um, I'm playing... Remember how we talked about NCAA football? Mm-hmm. How the fact that I can't play online? Yeah. Even though the game is only two years old? Yep. The fact that I can't get achievements because I can't connect to their server. The achievements that yep. are only single player, only in the game. But I have to connect to the server for some odd reason, otherwise I can't get the achievement. It just makes no sense. So yes, that is the downside of having a monopoly, is when they shut off the lights, they shut off the lights. Yeah, and it's gone. Yeah, so. But beyond that, I'm happy. I'm fine. Okay. You do that, you capitalist bastard. <laughs> oh, the parasite says no. <laughs> anyway, what else we got? Is that just about it? That's basically about it. Encyclopedia Britannica is gone, print-wise. Well, they're not gone. They're just stopping printing encyclopedias. They'll have the electronic version. Yeah, I just realized the printed edition is worth is $1,400. It's a lot of money. That is, I see now why my parents had World Book. Yep. Okay, random review. Yes, Dave, this is your week. Sporkle. Sporkle. www.sporkle.com. Just how it sounds, S-P-O-R-C-L-E. Dot com. What is Sporkle? Sporkle, if you didn't listen to last week's episode when we talked about it briefly, is kind of a framework for online quizzes. And not in the, like, ridiculous survey monkey stupid-ass quizzes. More kind of intellectual quizzes, for the most part. There's actually some that aren't. Well, yeah, like three-letter body parts. Eh. Hey, that's actually not so easy. True. Pokemon characters. Pokemon characters. Also not easy, but kind of trivial. 
And there actually is a lot of trivia on here. So there's a lot of crossword-type puzzles on here that aren't actually crosswords. But like, because you've broken that framework of the crossword, you have a lot more uh, options. Like, I am currently so looking at a quiz. That's, I think, how many questions? Uh, 42. And it's fill-in-the-blank with music or song titles. Yep. So it's every blank you take by the police. In breath. Ta-da. Can you name the four-letter words in the Shakespearean ladder? So the ladders are uh, one letter changes every time. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Yeah, these are one of the websites where if you get sucked in, you're sucked in. <laughs> You can go from this to things that are green to the highest Irish ancestry states. Find that country five. Three-word movie descriptions. Uh, there were, I think, no fewer than four or five. Name that video game music clip where they played a ten-minute uh, medley of three to five-second clips. <laughs> There's okay. There's one called, can you name the Will Smith movie from a plot summary if the film ran backwards? What? Yes. I.e., plot when run backwards. Will removes the destructive computer virus from an alien spacecraft, and the aliens are so grateful they restore several famous buildings. Independence Day. Yep. Do you have to name them backwards? No. (laughs) Will's caddying device causes a golfer's game to fall apart. Will steals vital organs from a number of healthy people for his own use. Uh, Guessing that's Hancock. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, And there's, so so let's see, there's another one that's uh, name every, not name, but like write down every word that appears in the Night's Watch Oath from Song of Ice and Fire, also known as Game of Thrones. Will Smith movies by critical contrast. There, there's just so many trivia things. Yeah, it's a great site to waste time at. And but hopefully... be prepared to waste time. And I mean, some of them aren't as cool. Some of them are uh, like the 1 to 100 is really? literally write the numbers 1 through 100 in under a minute. <laughs> that would be hard. Yeah. Well, you'd go one to nine, and then you just kind of have to do alternating. Hmm. So it's some silliness along with the trivia. Yeah. So. Uh, and, and some of them are, are actually really good. Some of them are terrible. You, you just have to find them. And some of the stuff you might think is really great, like I had one that was uh, TV shows or something like that. It's like, that seems ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, now I'm trying to get back to our podcast, and I just type Sporkle in again. <laughs> so, random review Sporkle. We both enjoy it. Try it out if you have some downtime. So, random topic. Rolled ahead of time. What should Ken Burns do for his next documentary? I actually looked it up. His next documentary is going to be on the Dust Bowl. Okay, but past that. Um, well, he's got documentaries lined up all the way through 2019. 
Okay, but past that. Well, he's got some that don't actually don't have a specific time yet. So, God, Ken Burns has done... It's got to be historic, because he always uses the archival photos. Okay. Ernest Hemingway. Hmm. Ken Burns presents the internet. Ooh, yeah, because he did the radio one. Empire of the Air. Yeah, I, I like the internet. Either the internet or... Bell Labs, which would eventually amount to the same thing. <laughs> um, well, like Bell Labs and uh, Xerox. Mm-hmm. Bell Labs, Xerox, Google, all of these would be fantastic. The Evolution of Innovation. Sounds like a book. <laughs> it kind of does sound like a book. Let me just go. <laughs> Evolution of Innovation. I, I can't think that's spell. actually a book about Bell Labs. The Evolution of Innovation. It's actually technology review computing. I think it's just an article. Oh. Oh, well. It was worth a shot. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, Bell Labs. No, I, I, like the, inter- I like Ken Burns Presents the Internet. Or... Uh, uh, narrated by Morgan Freeman. Ken Burns Presents Video Games. Ooh! <laughs> Narrated by Roger Ebert. No, 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 no. You can't do that to poor Roger. Uh, Especially since he doesn't really have a jaw anymore. Tim Schafer. Ooh. <laughs> narrated by Gabe Newell. I've never actually heard Gabe Newell talk. So I don't know how well that would work. Don't know. History of television? Yeah, that also would be a interesting one especially the evolution of cable mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I still like Bell Labs I think Bell Labs actually is the uh, I, I don't know primary anyway. one Ken Burns Pornography I got one even better alright Ken Burns the story of Ken Burns <laughs> Ken Burns does a documentary about his own life yep documentary about doing documentaries Oh my god God, My mind It's been blown Okay Yeah I I think that's I like Ken Burns doing Ken Burns Or more than that I like Ken Burns with Bell Labs I think Bell Labs is the best one so far Ken Burns and the evolution of technology Yep Ken Burns and the industrial revolution No no just Bell Labs and the invention of Modern technology and the internet Bell Labs, Parsec, the whole nine yards. Right. So I think that's everything. Yep. And we didn't bring up NCAA past the first ten minutes. Hold on, let me check what the scores. <laughs> no, no, bad Andy. Oh. Finish the recording. All right, shut it off. Bye, everyone. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.